0: On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the latest Dunkle College football rankings, as well as four picks for Week 8 of the schedule, starting with the LSU Tigers heading to Ole Miss to face the Rebels, and followed by Clemson at Pittsburgh, Tennessee at Alabama, and wrapping up on Saturday night with the USC Trojans visiting the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Welcome to the Dunkle Index podcast, the sports world's oldest rating service now in our 92nd season. I'm Bob Dunkel, and let's take a look at our latest top five rankings and some of the big matchups for week eight of the college football schedule. Starting with number five in this week's Dunkel rankings, the Cincinnati Bearcats hold on to the spot following a 56-21 win over UCF. Luke Fickle got a big game out of running back Jerome Ford and heads to Navy this week with a perfect 6-0 and record. At number four, drops the Iowa Hawkeyes, who suffered the biggest upset of the week, losing at home to Purdue. That snapped a 12-game winning streak for Kirk Ferentz's team and nine straight in Big Ten play. They'll have the week off before traveling to Wisconsin. One team that looks to have worked out its early season problems is the number three Ohio State, Buckeyes. The Buckeyes had the week off after beating Maryland 66-17, and they'll head to Indiana this week to face the Hoosiers. At number two is the Georgia Bulldogs, who took any suspense out of meeting unbeaten Kentucky last week by dominating the Wildcats 30-13. to Kirby Smart's team has the week off as well to prepare for the cocktail party against Florida in Jacksonville. And at number one remains the Alabama Crimson Tide, who bounced back from their loss to Texas A&M with an easy win at Mississippi State. The Tide returns home this week to face the Tennessee Volunteers. We're going to take a look at that game a little later, but let's start out uh, with our a preview of some of this week's action by going to another SEC contest that has a lot of intrigue to it as the LSU Tigers head to Oxford to face the Ole Miss Rebels. LSU's Coach O got the win that he was looking for last week, and many thought the win that he needed to keep his job as the Tigers upset the Florida Gators at home 49-42. But not even the good feelings surrounding Ty Davis Price's school record 287 rushing yards or a defense that picked off four Gator passes could keep the LSU administration from announcing that this would be Orgeron's final season. Less than two years removed from a 15-0 and season and a national championship and with close to $17 million owed him on his contract. Uh, the Coach O era is going to be coming to an end at the end of this season. It comes at the same time that the Lane Kiffin era looks to be taking off at Ole Miss. Uh, a 4-5 and five record last year in its first season gave some signs of progress. A 5-1 and one record at this point with the only loss coming against Alabama has fo- folks in Oxford thinking the future is very bright indeed. QB Matt Corral continues to garner Heisman consideration while leading an offense that is averaging a whopping 553 yards per game. He almost single-handedly beat Tennessee last week with 426 total yards, including 195 on the ground on 30 carries. It's a lot of punishment for a QB to take, but Corral seems to be up, up for it. And, you know, when he's not running the ball, he's throwing at a high level, too. He's now had TD passes in 18 straight games there's a theme to this week's picks, it would be teams needing to get over a hump. For Ole Miss, LSU is such a hump. Tigers have won five straight, six of the last seven against the Rebs. Dunkel has Mississippi um, snapping that skid with a victory. But the Vegas line of 10.5 looks a little too high. As the Tigers showed last week against Florida, Uh, Even wounded, they are still a tough underdog and now have an 11-4 ATS record in their last 15 in that scenario. We're going to take the Tigers here and the points in a shootout that still falls just under the Vegas total of 76. Now let's head to Pittsburgh uh, for uh, the Panthers, who host the Clemson Tigers in an important ACC matchup. If you need any proof, I should say any more proof, that this is a down year for Davos Tigers, uh, look no further than the Vegas line for this game, which has the Panthers favored by three. Uh, That's not Alabama, that's not Ohio State, not Georgia, not even Cincinnati. That's Pitt. If this sounds weird, it should. Clemson hasn't been an underdog in Vegas for an ACC game since 2016, that's largely because the Tigers haven't had two losses at this point since 2014. This forgettable year certainly can't be blamed on the defense, which ranks second in the nation while allowing just 12.5 points per game. The problem has been with the offense, and it starts with uh, QB DJ Ugalele, who has had trouble uh, You know, uh, exhibiting the same big play ability that he showed in two starts last year. But to be fair, he has lost a lot of big play personnel around him. Either way you slice it, though, his 106.9 efficiency rating dead last now among QBs in the ACC. Offense is not something that Pat Narduzzi's team has been hurting for. The Panthers ranked third now in the nation in scoring at 48.3 points per game behind, no, not Dan Marino, behind fifth-year quarterback Kenny Pickett, who also ranks third nationally in passing efficiency and is thrown for 21 TDs. His top target, Jordan Addison, leads the conference with nine TD receptions. Panthers definitely have the talent here to compete uh, with Clemson this year. But Pickett has to move past the memory of a 42-10 loss in the ACC title game in 2018 and a 52-17 loss last year at Clemson. Tigers have limited him to just two TD passes and picked him off five times in those two games. But these two teams look and feel a lot different this year. Clemson now 0-7 against the spread in the last seven games overall. While Pitt is 6-1 against the spread in the last seven uh, during that same span. So Dunkel has the Panthers here winning and covering the three-point Vegas line in a defensive struggle that stays under the Vegas total of 46. Okay, now let's head down to Tuscaloosa to take a look at Tennessee versus Alabama. You know, as lucky as a team can be that knocks off Alabama at any point, undoubtedly the most unlucky team is the one that has to face the Crimson Tide the week after. That dubious distinction fell to Mississippi State last week, following in the footsteps of Texas A&M's big upset the week before. The Bulldogs got the full extent of Bama's wrath, They were blown out 49-9 in Starkville. I cringe to think what it would have been at Bryant-Denny. Possibly the Vols are going to find out this week. This was once a close series with a lot on the line in the SEC and national landscape implications. Hasn't been that way, frankly, though, since Nick Saban came to Tuscaloosa. Saban is a perfect 14-0 straight up against the Vols as Alabama's head coach, and he, a few of those games have even been close. Last year's 48-17 win was typical of how this series has gone in recent years. Josh Heupel's now Tennessee coach number six to try to uh, his hand at knocking off Saban's Tide. Uh, he may need a flak jacket after last week's game when the balls came up short. A yard on 4th and 24 in a tight 31-26 game uh, against Ole Miss. It precipitated a barrage of debris raining down from the stands and caused a 20-minute delay. Uh, Dunkel has this game turning out for Heifel the way it did for the other five coaches. It's going to be a Bama win. But the Vols have shown some improvement under Heupel with the blowout wins over Missouri and South Carolina standing out before the loss to Ole Miss. And Tennessee is now 4-0 against the spread in the last four games following a loss. While we have the tie to win, we do not have them to cover the Vegas line of 285 while the Tennessee offense is going to be able to get on the scoreboard just enough to push this total over the Vegas number of 68. Finally, let's wrap up uh, our podcast by going to South Bend, Indiana, for the renewal of the USC-Notre Dame rivalry on Saturday night. This game was a victim of COVID-19 last year after being played every year since World War II. The Irish currently lead the series 47 to 37 to 5, uh, five being the ties, and they've dominated at home recently, winning the last four at Notre Dame Stadium, which is the longest streak since winning seven straight between 1983 and 1995. For USC, it mostly depends on what defense is going to show up. The offense has been pretty consistent behind quarterback Keaton Slovis and especially wide-out Drake London, who ranks second in the nation in catches with 64 and fourth now in yards at 832. Uh, Even backup QB Jackson Dart has played well. He threw for 391 yards and four TDs when he replaced an injured Slovis against Washington State. Uh, Dart likely will get some snaps against the Irish, but the defense has been far less reliable In USC's three wins, the Trojans allowed an average of 11.7 points in the three losses. That average has ballooned to 43 points. That includes a 42-26 loss to Utah at home in their most recent game two weeks ago. The shaky USC defense may get some help, though, from the shaky quarterback play the Irish have been experiencing. Wisconsin uh, transfer Jack Cohn... Started out like Joe Montana out of the gate with 366 passing yards and four, <clears throat> excuse me, four TDs against FSU, but he struggled big time since then. Had only 108 yards in his most recent game against Virginia Tech. That has led Brian Kelly to turn to backup Tyler Buckner, and uh, the expectation is is that both Cohn and Buckner will probably take some snaps in this game. This has already been a year to forget for USC with three losses in the first six games and the firing of Coach Clay Helton after the Trojans' Week 2 loss to Stanford. But interim coach Dante Williams has a chance to inject a little life back into the program if USC can pull off the upset here. Even with the troubles, Trojans have been better on the road than at home and come in 4-0 against the spread in their last four road games. And Notre Dame is just 1-4 in four against the spread in its last five home games. Dunkel has the Irish to win here straight up. but The Trojans keep this within the seven-point Vegas line, with the offenses uh, failing to generate enough points to get over the 59-point Vegas total. So there we have it, four picks to get your college football weekend started. Of course, you can go to dunkelindex.com for all of our college football picks this week, as well as this week's NFL schedule. And make sure to tune in later this week for our pro football podcast. I'd like to thank everybody for listening, especially my son, Ben, for all his work in making this happen. Have a great rest of the week. And as always, good luck.